welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Uh, I'm joined today, uh, this afternoon, by a hip-hop artist who uh, is originally from Milwaukee, but now lives in Las Vegas. Uh, his most recent record is called Floral. It came out in December of 2019. And uh, I'm excited to talk about his passions, artistry, and why he does what he does. Thank you very much, A.R. Wesley, for joining me today. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you for having me. Welcome. How you doing, man? How's your day going? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, just you know, creating. Um, I'm in a I'm in a phase where I'm um trying to get a lot of recording done right now. So, you know, yeah, ready to uh, start dropping some new music soon. So, that's, that's basically what my days have been like. Just kind of hiding out in my cave and you know, making everything what it is. Hey, uh, I, I strongly support hiding out in the cave, um, not only for quarantine reasons, but also like, you know, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty reclusive myself, like when I'm not, you know, doing music scene stuff, uh, hey. and it feels good. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's needed just to, you know, what I do is kind of like take the, I, I, I try to experience life and then I try to just kind of sit and reflect on everything that I've experienced and then, you know, right from that. So that's what the cave time is for, just a reflection. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, and we've had a lot of that this past year, but honestly, if anything, it really like uh, showed us how much we need that, that cave time um because life is just so fast-paced and yeah everyone's in a hurry all the time so um that's been one silver lining of, of quarantine is like I, I think it's given people a chance to really stop and like you know look at what's right in front of them for for a little while like just look around you know yeah man well uh what we talk about in mr nice guy we talk love and fear passion and creativity and so uh, I don't know if we've ever met in person, um, Mr. Wesley, but uh, I've heard of you, I'd, I've known of you for a long time. Um, I covered the music scene for Breaking and Entering. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, we, um, I've talked to, a, a, I've had a handful of people on the show that I know you've worked with uh, and whatnot, but. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, I've seen. Yeah, but, um, and it's been a little, like you were saying, uh, it's been a little while since um, you've dropped, but you've been obviously working on a lot of stuff. Um, so mm. we're going to talk about your music, old and new. But before we do that, let's take it back a bit. So um, so did you like, are you born and raised in Milwaukee? Yes, sir. Born and raised. Okay. You know, um, 60th and Capitol. <laughs> right on. Yeah, that's me. I guess I'd love to hear a little bit about uh, when you were younger, when you were like growing up, uh, what kind of music did you listen to? Uh, what did you have playing in the house? What were you influenced by? Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of R&B, um, you know, all of that, all that nineties R&B, a lot of R. Kelly, you know, <laughs> uh, and my auntie was into him a lot. Um, you know, my, my auntie had a, a had stereo man that like none of the kids could touch but we used to secretly touch you know what i mean so um man she used to have everything my auntie was a really big um 
R&B and, and hip hop fan. My mom was, but she wasn't, um, she wasn't really the type to like uh, go out and buy a whole bunch of music like that. You know what I'm saying? It was really all my auntie, because I saved with my uh, mom and my auntie growing up. Um, and uh, yeah, like, like I said, and like she would play like, she would keep me up on like all of the new shit, like DMX, she would buy Lil Wayne, all that, you know, but her main thing was like R&B, that 90s R&B. So I heard a lot of that growing up. And, um, you know, I was a really, really big uh, Michael Jackson fan. So, um, you know, just starting out, I used to, I used to do like, I used to dance, do the Michael Jackson dances. I, I won a contest with my moms and shit like that growing up, you know. Uh, but yeah, I, I watched a lot of uh, Michael Jackson over cartoons as well. So I kind of missed um, certain cartoons that people, you know, watch a lot and um, or connect to because I was watching Michael Jackson. I was watching the Moonwalker uh, DVD, you know what I'm saying? Or no, the tape. That, it was a tape. <laughs> yeah. 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 The Moonwalker, the Moonwalker tape was everything. It, it had cartoons in it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. For sure, yeah. So we had one of those boom boxes too. That uh, it was like a big yellow boom box. Um, <laughs> yeah, we played was, a, like a like a whole little stand and all of that stuff. Yeah, man. she'd yeah. kill you uh, if you touch that boom box, man. So like, and she would know because she'd be like, "Why my CD missing? Or why? Or why the CD in this slot, and not this slot?" And, yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. yeah. Back yeah, to where it was, all of that, you know. Oh yeah, they are the the parents and like the grandparents, like they are meticulous about that shit. Um, yeah, sure. Like they they if they even like smell something a little off, like they they know they know they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of that said, uh, when did you start? Um, kind of getting into music yourself like when did it sort of become a creative outlook um well I just started doing music when I was like uh, I'll say I think I did my first um because like I said I would listen to a lot of R&B growing up so I wasn't really into rap that much outside of uh like I didn't even really notice hip-hop outside of like my older cousins who would um, rap and they were all like from Chicago and like they would come and visit and spend the summer there and they used to do like freestyle and stuff like that so I kind of got into it through watching them and just just doing what they was doing you know I wasn't really I guess even looking at it in that way um, but yeah they were definitely like maybe like my first influences to start even rapping and I remember uh, there was a time I ran away <laughs> to Chicago so that I could record that was like my first time ever doing anything like that last but you know i just remember um i was 13 and and uh we had visited chicago and my uh cousin had just hooked up his new studio and uh you know we i didn't get i didn't stay long enough to record anything so um when we got back i hopped on the um, greyhound <laughs> went to chicago called cousin like hey i'm back at the bus station come get me so uh, it took my mom maybe like two days to actually come back up there and get me. But in that two days, I recorded a whole EP. <laughs> yeah, I had a five or six songs, you know, and then, you know, I didn't even get in that much trouble for that because uh, they actually got to listen to it. And it was like, oh, hey, kind of good, you know. Like, so, okay, you you know, you you are on to something here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
It's like if this was trash, you would have been grounded. There you go. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so, you know, kind of just from there, I just started, you know, writing and stuff like that. And, um, you know, as I got older, you know, I would just do, I would just go to school and, you know, you freestyle at lunchtime and stuff like that. It's like just a bunch of those stages before you actually get to a point that you're like, hey, I think I could really do this shit, you know? Um you know, you, you go through all of those stages of not even really taking it that serious, but being like, hey, I can do this. I know I can do this better than this person that just did it. So let me just go ahead and do it. And then, uh, you know, you get to a point where you're like, I, I think I want to take this serious. So that didn't happen until like uh, my early 20s, like when I, maybe like when I turned 20. So you didn't play any uh, instruments growing up? Um, No, I tried to play the trumpet once. It, uh, I lost it and got into trouble, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in the West instruments." But my uh, my family, uh, like um, like maybe three or three three of my aunties or something like that, and one two one or two of my uncles, because it's like ten of them. So, um, but maybe like half of them all play some type of instrument of some kind, um, guitar and drums, stuff like that. My older brother played drums growing up. So I was around it a lot. I got you. Yeah, yeah. It's it sounds like you kind of developed like a a skill set for it just from like the influence of your environment. Yeah, kind of. Yep. Yeah, I got you. Um, so so is that still that EP you uh, ran away to Chicago for? Uh, is it still does it still like exist? It exists, yes, it does. It does exist. <laughs> uh, she still has it. My auntie has it. So, so. yeah, that, yeah, that's for down the line or something. But yeah, um, she told me a while ago, a couple of years ago, she said, you know, I still got that uh, that CD that you made, you know. So I'm going to go and listen to it and maybe steal some bars for myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm steal some bars out of there because I was going. <laughs> I was, I was I would just rap on whole beats like five minutes long, rap the whole beat. Uh I think I did the um the Young Jeezy Air Forces beat. I did a touch it beat, the, the bust around touch it beat, and um some other stuff. But I know for sure I did those two on there. Man, maybe there'll be a lost tape one day. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that that's fine actually. Where did uh, so where did AR Wesley come from? Uh how'd you become that? Um AR is just kind of a nickname that I kind of just got as a teenager. Um, you know, because at first um, I would go by my middle name, which is Quinn. Um, you know, my name is Arnold Quinn Wesley. So um I was going by uh Quinn and then like I don't know, maybe like when I was like 16 or 17, everybody started calling me AR. So um, that's where that came from. And then, you know, I just kind of wanted to, uh, I didn't want to like come up with a with a name as a rapper. I wanted to be myself. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to use what's natural. Everybody already called me AR. So I was like, you know, that'll kind of help me with like starting a fan base initially. They don't have to, it's not a new person. It's kind of like, oh, AR, he rap. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, and so that they'll be able to instantly notice who I was, um, all the people who was like around me and stuff like that, and everybody in the city who knew me as AR, they would just immediately know. 
So that's kind of why I did that. And, uh, you know, the Wesley was just me trying to, I guess, like, keep the, my identity, you know, and I, I didn't want to really just come up with a name for the rap, you know? Yeah, yeah, I got you, sure. Yeah, um, so how would you uh, go on to sort of infiltrate uh, the Milwaukee music scene? Um, well, uh, my homie Vato started by throwing a uh, look and listen. And, uh, you know, once he did that, he kind of just, he had plenty artists on there, man. Like maybe even, I don't know, 15 or 20 artists. Um, I can't remember where it was at, uh, but it was just, it was really, it was really a, a spark. You know what I mean? Like it kind of, it showed you that this type of thing was possible because it was packed, you know, it was, it, it was packed full of people that it wasn't like a, um, just like a whole bunch of people who was performing in the crowd. It was like, you know, people just coming in and filling up the whole venue and it just kind of show you like, man, this shit is like really possible. So um, I would say that that kind of started it. And then, um, you know, from there, it's just everybody who I knew just started kind of throwing their own shows and stuff like that. So it, it kind of like exploded into like a scene, you know, where everybody was doing something and everybody was pulling for performers. And then you had, you know, like people throwing R&B shows, you had people throwing rap shows, you had people kind of mixing it up. You had, you know, um, I've thrown maybe, I don't know, seven, eight shows of my own, <laughs> something like that. Um, you know, and just seeing, just seeing, you know, the reaction that, that we started to get was like, you know, really kind of, you know, special to me. And so uh, that's kind of how we, um, you know, infiltrated the scene and stuff like that. Just kind of like throwing our shows and then like uh, throwing parties as well. Um, you know, my homie Jakan, like when I first met him, it was at a party. I didn't even know he rapped, <laughs> you know, and it was like, oh no, he you don't want to uh, through the party and stuff like that. And then, you know, you know, he, me and him got cool and did some music together and had some, I mean, incredible studio sessions. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah, me and Jakan had some really incredible studio sessions, man. Like, um, and there's some music. Uh, in the chamber with me and him as well from back then that you know is actually still pretty good so yeah yeah right. more lost tape shit more lost tape shit you know the self-portrait that was your first um that was your first record right like your first full uh, length now my first full length was called uh 92 drug club oh oh okay sure yeah that was uh that was before the self-portrait it was kind of like a you know, like my first, first uh, thing that I dropped and like, so, um, you know, a lot of people still remember that as well. Um, right before I did that 92 drug flow, I had uh, met Mike Regal, who did this. That's a Regal, dude. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's hilarious. Dude. He's so funny, man. Like, I, I had him on the show a couple of weeks ago and we had a great time. <laughs> don't, uh, don't feed into it. <laughs> No, uh, no, nah, but you know, that's, that's, that's really my guy, man. And, uh, that's like, that's my brother. And, uh, you know, I met him right after, I think one of the looking listens or something like that, or at it. And, uh, we really, the, like the way we started working together was kind of like, uh, fate It's just, he ended up like living right around the corner from me and we met at the gas station. So, and he was like, ain't you the one from uh, looking at this? I'm like, yeah, like, you know, so then we chopped it up, we smoked and then just started from there. And then, um, you know, I think, I'm pretty sure he produced every joint on that project. And then, um, you know, we dropped that and then 
you know, we kind of, we, um, I think it started with like a remix with, from one of the songs that was on there. We made that and then, um, you know, that ended up starting like the process for the self-portrait. So then he did a whole bunch of work on self-portrait and stuff like that too. So, uh, it, you know, to this day, you know. Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. Um, so, um, Traffic and Floral were your two records in 2019. Yes. Uh, so did you enter that year uh, like knowing you were going to drop like a lot of music that year? Um, yeah, because uh, I mean, I had been already, I had been sitting on traffic, but I was kind of, you know, waiting for the right time to drop it. But the thing was, I had all the music and you know, I kind of felt like I had people uh, waiting a long time for that. And I know that I didn't want to extend it or make it any longer. So um, I had also been working on other music while I was, you know, promoting traffic. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to drop them both just to give people like, because a lot of the music that was on traffic, I think like maybe half of the project I had dropped already as singles. And, you know, I just felt like it wouldn't be fair to just give somebody a bunch of music together that I already dropped and like, you know, so I dropped traffic and then right after that, I wanted to hit them with a whole new feel, a whole new set of music. And so that's why I dropped for, um, you know, like right after that. Okay, cool. Were those albums like, um, did they have sort of like a, like an underlying theme to them or were they mostly just kind of like a lot of just, you know, uh, pieced together with tracks you had ready or something? No, uh, you know, all my projects, I kind of feel like I want to have some type of, they're like books to me. So I want them to have like their own theme, their own identity and all of that. So um, Traffic was more so, um, I would say it's it more so of a street project where Floral was more so of a poetic project. Um, just from like my view of things, you know, I took a way more poetic approach on viewpoints. And it's kind of like, um, I kind of talk more about relationships and stuff like that in Floral. And yeah, I just feel like, um, anything that traffic lacks, floral has, and vice versa. You know what I mean? So that was another thing, uh, reason why I kind of dropped both of them back to back, because I knew what traffic, you know, lacked, and I knew that I made that on floral. So you could kind of go back and listen to both. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, showing, showcasing, like, both sides of your, you know, creative instinct if you will like mm -hmm. yeah that's I, I i fuck with that that's dope um so that was a little over a year and a half ago when you dropped floral um so since so actually what so uh when did you uh end up in vegas um i ended up here uh, a couple years ago um you know um rico had already came out here and he was actually like more so in la and uh that was kind of like the goal but uh, we ended up landing here, um, you know, just so that we can be closer to uh, LA and like the opportunities that we were getting there. So, um, you know, basically that's kind of like, he kind of drew me out here because I was going to go down to Atlanta. Um, Cause I, I was, I was on my way out anyway. You know what I mean? Um, I was on my way, you know, either maybe Atlanta or, or Dallas just because I have family out there and uh, you know, just started getting some opportunities this way more opportunities this way. And then, you know, Regal was just like, yo, like, let's just do it in, in Vegas. So, yeah. I, I've been to Vegas once. I, I went um, a couple summers ago. I was there for like a convention 
uh, when mm. I was in college. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd much rather take the dry heat than the like really wet heat in like, you know, the deep South. So yeah. I, I fuck with the desert, you know, in, in a weird way. It's just, at least it's like, you feel just how hot it is and without like all without sometimes yeah yeah i feel you yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no i you gotta I mean, take is, in other factors you know yeah i mean it's still hot as fuck but um yeah bro i'll get really hot here i ain't gonna lie like like really hot <laughs> yeah but um yeah well um did you feel like it was really easy to acclimate to like um was it easy I mean, to like comfortable yeah i like the heat i ain't gonna lie you know, way more than the winters, and I'm a winter baby, but man, that negative 50, it was negative 50 in Milwaukee, like the year I lived, I was like, bro, no, yeah, that's enough to, that's enough to say, like, this year, I'm getting the fuck out of here, exactly, yeah, 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 it definitely is, because they didn't cancel work or, or school, nothing, they just was like, yeah, we got some chili, we made chili, you made chili right <laughs> like oh okay then like winter winter's basically solved then <laughs> yeah, man. i'm a i'm a capricorn so i get you man i am born in i'm in january and uh i'm always celebrating the dead of winter and it, it's just sometimes it really sucks yeah yeah no i'll be having hot birthdays now yeah, right. I can have like a good 60 degree birthday. That's kind of, you know, that's one of my last. But I was like, okay, okay. In March, early March, March 2nd, you know? So, sure. Man. Yeah, I don't know what that's like, but that'd be really nice. Maybe I should uh, <laughs> invest in that a, a, a nice at least, one, at least once, man. You got you to gotta try it at least once. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, uh, and what's the scene like in Vegas, like musically, creatively? Um, it's it's pretty dope. Um, you know, I've done a few different things here. They even had like fashion shows and like perform there, and um, you know, they got like they got like a whole little like scene here. Like, um, um, they have like an art district. They got um, like First Fridays and stuff like that, where they have like perform. Like, I went to the last First Fridays. There was like a performance on there was one in the festival because like a little festival and then like all throughout the area like just people outside just in groups having shows you know everywhere so it was pretty dope so you know stuff like that is going on that's pretty dope right on yeah good shit uh i definitely got to go there like you know go there again like not like for business or anything just to like live into the culture there like i would love to make it out there for sure yeah let me know yeah i'll show you where it's at i'll be hitting you and regal up yeah yeah we'll show you where it's at yeah right on for sure all that said man so um since uh floral uh what have you been working on um i've been working on a lot of different stuff i got some really really good music you know um but just you know kind of taking my time you know, um, because I know how I like to release music. I know, like, once I start again, it's going to be kind of how I was doing before, like, at least, you know, one or two a year. You know, I'm going to definitely get back to that. Um, 
but I just kind of took the chance that that we had to sit down to, you know, collect my music and just write about different things and see, you know, what have I talked about, what haven't I talked about type of thing, you know, because I don't want to keep, you know, rewriting the same story. You know what I mean? So um, focusing on that type of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, but like I said, I got some really good music coming out. Um, you know, starting this year, I'm gonna start dropping some more music. Uh, I might even drop a project this year, um, just kind of depending on how everything play out. I got this joint with Rob Knapp that I'm really excited about. Excited. So, yeah. Shout out to Rob Knapp, yeah. That's a name I haven't uh, heard in a while either. Man, listen, we got some fire, I'm telling you. I got, I got, I, I mean, I got some features out there too. I just did like maybe six or seven features for people too, so. Those are gonna be dropping throughout and stuff like that too. So, oh, I believe you. It's gonna be dope. Uh, yeah. Uh, are you thinking like this is gonna start over the summer? Maybe. Maybe you know. I, I mean, at least a single. You know, um, I just like to. I, I just like to have a lot before I. You know, that way I can kind of you know strategically you know. Get my uh Dr. Evil on and shit. <laughs> right. I, I, I gotta I gotta I gotta <laughs> I gotta sit at the desk. Why, like, why make trillions when we could make trillions? <laughs> Bro, I love Austin Powers way too much. Um, <laughs> um I also I didn't see you when at first, but when you like moved to the side, I saw you got the Michael Jackson poster behind you. Yeah. That's the that's the record. Yeah, yeah, or the record, yeah. Yeah, that's the record. That, that you know, and it's in there too. You know? Damn it. So is that is that like the gatefold just like on sideways? Yep, I got sideways and I got like a pin down here holding the um the record in there, but yeah. That's the original uh joint right there. Yeah, man. Dope. Oh. Hey. Um that's golden, dude. Uh, love your hat collection too. Oh yeah, no, that man, that extends. <laughs> the hat yeah. collection, crazy. Yeah, you still make it back out to Milwaukee often? Uh, in the summer. Sure. I come like Milwaukee summers are are uh, spectacular, I must say. Yeah, so I I come like you know maybe once or twice a year in the summer. I I just don't I can't do the winters, man. Like. You know, say what you want, but listen, I went through like twenty plus years of winters there. I'm, I can't. Right. I don't know where that cold no more. Yeah. So, but no, yeah, I, I come to visit um, every year. I come up here. Yeah. I don't blame you. Um, growing up in the Midwest, like you're entitled to, uh, you know, never like having to deal with it again like if you so choose not to so uh i don't blame you man well dude uh yeah glad uh, we could get you on the show today um yeah things are starting to open up a little bit you know i'm, I'm getting um the second jab of the vaccine tomorrow so uh i'm i'm looking forward to hopefully some shows uh as you yeah know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. I'm, uh, that's what I want to do the most. I want to really get on, the, um, you know, back on the on the performing, man. It's like that's like one of the best parts of doing music, you know, making the music and performing. 
is like the top two for me, you know, because when you're making the music, you kind of like you coming up with all this new stuff is all thoughts is all creation. And then, you know, when you perform and it's like that, that feedback that you're getting from other people enjoying the things that just started in your head, you know what I mean? So just that energy right there. So like, yeah, I definitely need that um, as an artist. I think that we all need that. We all yearn for that. That's why we perform. That's why we, you know, because most artists are pretty nervous about that type of thing, but you know, um, that's why we take that chance, you know, is to get that feedback and to really feel like other people understand where you're coming from. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It like, and that's the closest thing we have to magic, dude. Like when someone else can, you know, hear your music or see your performance and it just exactly what you were so worried would make sense to people in the same way it's made sense to you. And then to get that affirmation that like they understand exactly like what you were going for. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure there's no feeling like that. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So looking forward to it. Um, so on a way out, as we close out, I ask everyone the same two questions. So A.R. Wesley, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? Music creation because I create you know in the middle of the night most of the time you know so I'm usually up to between I guess one to four o'clock in the morning uh that's like my best writing time so yeah writing writing and creating yeah yeah that's uh that's common uh that's that's some common <laughs> um yeah but uh I and Mad respect to that. Well, the second question is, uh, what puts you to sleep? Um, you know, we all go through things in life and it just kind of tires you out. So, you know, sometimes that, cause sleep is, is recharging. So, you know, sometimes you just need to recharge and life will make you recharge every now and then. And, uh, maybe that, that thing that, uh, is currently, uh, uh, smoldering in your hand right now, uh, <laughs> that helps no. too. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, 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 this it's meant to keep me up. It was on the package. It said I read it. It was it was on Google and Google never lies. Trust me. OK, uh, well, uh, I mean, that stuff is uh, everyone has their medicine, you know, um, yeah, it actually is. I, I actually have a, you know, a prescription for this. <laughs> yeah, so, right. So so no one. No one can uh, tell you nothing. Yes, don't judge me. This is prescribed by yeah. a doctor. Yeah, if anything, you should, be, you, should, you should be proud of him. You should be proud of this man for, for taking his medicine. There you, you know? go. Yeah, I, I don't miss a, a dosage at all. No, dude. And when you, when you do, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> right, hell yeah. As you're, as you're just puffing clouds. Um, thanks for being on the show, uh, AR Wesley. I appreciate uh, you making time for me today, and uh, it's great to get to know you, man. Absolutely, you know, likewise, and thank you for having me. Uh, you know, like I said, new music coming soon. Appreciate being on the show. Yeah, for everyone watching, uh, I'll be tagging a link to AR Wesley so you can check out his music, go stream uh, traffic, go stream floral. Uh, stay tuned for what he has in store in the year to come. Uh, thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.